Holy shit, what a weekend. Before you get into it, I have I have just one quick thing I wanted to say. I know it took you by surprise. I just felt the need to say it. We're Okay, go ahead. We're approaching the middle of our second season. I just want to come out and say I cannot be happier to be here talking football with you, having you one, two, three, seven guys out there listening for all probably close to 200 episodes now at this point. You guys are great. And dumb as shit. D- yeah, not smart. Not, not smart at all. I just, once again, I wanted to say thank you for listening in. Once again, just, we, we harped on it big time when we first started like and share, and we need to get back into that. Tell all of your friends. Let us know that you're here and, and that we're here talking shitty football, although we were pretty good at picking this last week. Um, I just wanted to get that out of the way. If you want to come back in with your intro, you can. Gee, thanks for the permission. This is the Too Fat to Play podcast. I am your host, Austin. With me as always, interrupting me as always, with with shoulders wide enough to carry a kitten, it's Ryan. What's up, guys? That's Austin. Like he said, this is the Too Fat to Play podcast brought to you by Sticks Golf Lounge in Humboldt. Go in, have a couple drinks, join a league, play a couple rounds, say hi to everybody in there. They don't know who we are. Well... One of them knows who we are. We know who they are. We love them. They tolerate us. Stopping at sticks. Have have a good time. That's all there is to it. Go in. Even if you don't like golf, go in. Somebody's going to do something stupid. It's probably going to be Ryan. It'll probably be me. But week six is over. God, it's weird. It, it's hard to believe we're already through week six. I know. And it's just like, holy shit, the season started like 36 seconds ago, and week six is here. I, I know. Oh, no, week six is uh, gone? Just cool. to give, put that into perspective, right? We recorded episodes one and two this season at your house in your spare bedroom. Yeah. We now have a dedicated recording studio. Yeah. Studio 2 is up. It is live. Ah! I, I can't say how much I I love doing this every week. I might be tired as fuck. Correct. Come first thing tomorrow morning. Because just like last week, we're going to hammer out all three. I had a little bit of issues last week with the uploads. It uploaded uh, the preview episode before the review episode. And it, it just screwed everything up. So they won't all be releasing uh, Wednesday morning this week. I'm going to get it back on its normal schedule. Um, but we will be recording back to back to back tonight again. Um, we did notice that it was still a late night last Tuesday. Just wasn't a late night on Wednesday. I got to sit at home on Wednesday. And I have no idea why. And I want to preface what I'm about to say with this. I have gotten back into watching WWE. I have no idea as to why. Like I blame TikTok. Somehow it got in the algorithm and it wouldn't go away. So I was like, fuck it. I should probably just watch the fucking show. So Wednesday, sat around, did a whole lot of nothing. Hung out with the kid. Watched Monday Night Raw on Wednesday. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Dude, like it was kind of nice. Tuesday night was rough, 
but in reality, was it any more rough no, than normal it, it Tuesday? Really, like it was we, an, we were done at ten thirty. Yeah, it was an, it, uploading and everything took an extra twenty minutes. Oh well, well I'm I'm already up until twelve thirty or one anyways. Why not just sit here and record? Get it. I can't say get it done with because this is something that you and I do look forward to doing week in and week out. Man, it's also nice to have a life from time to time. You get into so, the middle of the fall. So I know for for me personally, like because you know, bowl on Monday, record Tuesday and Wednesday, bowl on Thursday, Friday die. Like Saturday, I'm just like, hey, I ain't doing shit, and then I get caught up watching college football, and I'm like, well, fuck. Just wasted all day Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, obviously, important things are happening. Yep. You know, grandparents hitting a deer. Best friend dropping an oiling machine on his leg. Like, I had shit going on. No, I get it. Monday nights, uh, I'm watching Monday night football. I'm getting stuff around ready for Tuesday night to record. Wednesday night was recording before Thursday night was watching football getting some stuff done around the house because the basement's still not done and I'm starting to get another little bit of a backup up back here. <sighs> Friday night, working on my vehicle, somebody else's vehicle, somebody else's vehicle, somebody else's vehicle, my vehicle. How many of those are running? We're not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Saturday, if I'm not working on the basement, I'm working on another car. Is Sunday. one running? Typically. <laughs> This weekend, it was actually Friday night uh, that I was working on a car that is not running. And guess what? It has been kicking me in the nuts for the last two months. I cannot get this thing to fucking run. I haven't charged anybody because I, if I can't get your car fixed, I'm not charging you any money. And, and I finally had to have the hard conversation today. I think it has to go to the dealership because I think it needs a computer. I can't do that here. I've done everything I can do. I think I'm going to go out Saturday one more time and just try a couple of Hail Marys. See if I can't bypass a couple of things. I won't be able to. I know it. But I've got to at least try. And then, like you said, Sundays, important stuff. We don't sit down on Sunday. and and watch. not when the Jets are, <laughs> are driving to beat the Philadelphia Oh, Eagles. no shit. But if we don't sit down on Sunday and watch football, guys, we don't have a show for you. It This is a full-time job. Pisses the wives off. But watching football on Sundays is actually part of our job now. I wouldn't trade it for the fucking world right now. My paycheck would be nice. But yeah, that's not the point. Yeah, no, that's... <laughs> you know, there's an old adage. You work long enough for free, you're an idiot. So why am I paying for this? Speaking of which, <laughs> I just looked at my bank account earlier, and I was like, I'm still paying for a music license that we're not using anymore. <laughs> Fuck. That's 30 bucks a month. I gotta stop right now. Too late for this month. I guess I can throw that music in there one more time for old time sh- sakes, but why would I? The what we have good, now is better. The boys over at Subject to Change... They did, took care of us. Yeah, they took care of us. We love them. I know Sean tolerates me. <laughs> I'm starting to notice a theme with you. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not very well liked. Weird. 
All right, let's get into it. Do we want to start on Thursday night's game that's yours, or do we want to get no, into let's, Sunday? Let's, let's please get through Thursday night's game. Okay. Just, let's just get this one off the books, get it out of the way. I don't want to talk about this anymore. The Kansas City Chiefs were victorious over the Denver Broncos. The Chiefs defense, as we have stated, is a legitimate defense this yeah, year. That's a top t- Early in the season, I was thinking top five. We had a couple of other things happen this weekend. I'm going to say top ten. I mean, I I think you could probably say top six. I think like like that is that is a very good yeah, defense. I, I think you're is it is it one of the is it the best defense in the league? No, no, no. We we best defense Patrick was. Mahomes has ever had by far. And too bad he doesn't have any weapons. I will say this: I love what I'm seeing out of Rasheed Rice. He, as, I mean, as, it, if he, if he can get another keep, week of not dropping the ball. He, he needs to keep building on it. But he continues that by the time playoffs are coming around. He's going to have Pat's trust. And that's going to be scary because then you get him. Now he he's your first option other than Travis. Mm-hmm. And that's going to go miles. The only thing that, that worries me with Rasheed is Rasheed is good after the catch. I just And maybe it's because... I'm used to after the catch being Tyreek Hill. He doesn't terrify me after the ball's in his hand. <laughs> yeah, like, but the first part of that is getting the, the ball in his hands. Yeah. And, and it. I think it's been two weeks in a row that uh, it wasn't two weeks ago that he, he lit up the scoreboard. But the couple of times they, they threw it to him, he caught it, and he got upfield. Yeah. Even, even if it was a yard or two. This last weekend, he caught it. He got upfield. And right now, the big thing with him is he caught it. Yes. I mean, he was leading the league in drop rate. He was leading the league in drops. He's no longer at that, thankfully. But it, it was... Actually, I think T. Higgins might be ahead of him now. Um, T, have you seen T. Higgins' catch percentage this year? Dude, I haven't watched a Bengals game since week one. I think he's got five receptions on 27 targets. That's nuts. Um, he's so sure-handed, typically. Yeah, he's he's got like a seventeen percent catch rate right now. It's wild. Um, but Kansas City, I mean, we know that offense is currently a problem. Like, if if you don't know that that offense is a problem, you're not paying attention. Well, one thing I noticed Thursday night as well was they fi- they finally did it. They gave ten the football. Yeah, I mean, they, the, the game against the Jets, I, I thought that was like, hey, if we give this guy the ball, because, I mean, we'll mention the Jets' defense again here in a little bit. Dude, 150 yards against the Jets' defense. And when you're going into a game where you're going to be playing against Pastor Tan, you should probably focus on running the ball. Yeah, most definitely. And and when when the most effective thing you can do right now has been running the football with ten, I don't. And I know it's Andy Reid. I know it's Patrick Mahomes. Everybody wants to see him throwing the ball. Patrick Mahomes has not looked right this year. I, I don't think anybody's going to argue with that. Patrick Mahomes has not been Patrick Mahomes this year. No, no, I, I, mean, I can't say that he has. His he is on pace for his statistical worst season of all time. At 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, and 13 interceptions. <laughs> that he, he is on pace for his worst season of his career. I, I have to say it real quick. If you don't like it, 
I'm sorry, you're watching greatness. We talked about this before the show. Two of the greatest throws I've ever seen a quarterback complete that weren't completions happened in a Super Bowl that was lost. Okay? But you're watching greatness in 15. There's also a couple of other quarterbacks right now. Let's say 17 gets his shit together. Actually, if the Bills can just get the, I, I don't. I don't see much actually wrong with Ken Dorsey's offense right now other than they probably need to get a little bit more dynamic in the run game. We'll get to that in a minute, but I like the way 17's playing. They needed him to win a game. He went out and won a game. Uh, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, I, I can go on for about a minute. Tua. Tua. Yeah, we're watching so many great quarterbacks right now. You're watching absolute greatness at the position in 15 and then guys that are supporting him by giving up some of the greatest performances we've ever seen week in, week out. If you don't like it, fine, whatever. You want to sit here and tell me that Dak's a great quarterback. Cool. I'm not even going to argue with you anymore. You're not worth arguing. Patrick Mahomes is just a system guy. Is he? Cool. Not worth arguing with you anymore. I, I got I watched last night's game a little harder than you did. Mentally, because I had the office pool rating on it. Um, I almost felt bad for Cowboys fans. It was hard to root for Dak. <laughs> it was hard to watch Dak while rooting for Dak. <laughs> it, and it's been like that for a couple of years. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't. I don't typically watch the Cowboys and root for the Cowboys. That's not something that's on my on my bingo card most weeks. It, it, that's not an outcome that happens very often. Turns out I needed the Cowboys to win. I needed them to score more points. When they came out, it was 7-7 in a blink of an eye, and I was like, fuck, yes. And then it was 7-7 at halftime, and I was like, what the fuck? So, I don't fucking know. That game was wild. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah we'll, get, we'll get Beat there. up on it later. But, like I said, Kansas City, they got the dub. That's the important thing. They're 5-1. and one. I I need this offense to get something going because um, right now Mahomes looks off, Travis is looking older, and the receivers look un- inexperienced. Yes, I and that it, it's just a little worrisome to watch. I agree. Getting over to Sunday, we'll make a quick detour over to London, um, Baltimore. Beating Tennessee, Tennessee. Actually, a really entertaining it's football actually a, game. A, a pretty good game. Pretty good way to start your that Sunday. Was, it's a good way to I, start football Sunday. I I, I I didn't catch. I missed probably. I don't know. Maybe the first half. Yeah. I, I mean, the the toddler slept till nine. Dad slept till nine. <laughs> I, I I was not forcing myself out of bed to to watch Ravens. Titan, like, sorry, it's just not something I'm forcing myself out of bed for. No, it, it was a good game. I I actually forgot that it was on. I was up at 7, um, and it was about 9.30 when I realized that the game was on, and that's when I clicked clicked over to it. I was sitting there watching reruns of, like, uh, uh, Speak on FS1 and stuff like that, just getting my Emmanuel Acho and Shady McCoy fix in because I hadn't listened to it at all week. Um, so, yeah, I joined in late, 
But from what I've seen, that was a damn good football game. The Ravens, they don't scare me. They don't terrify me. That's still a playoff team. Lamar still looks good. Um, He's got to get more production out of his wide receivers. They didn't have the drops that they did last week. My God. Can can a guy get a little bit of help? And I've kind of started watching. The deadline is two weeks away from today uh, for the trade deadline. I've, I've, and I do this every year, and we all know that the NFL trade deadline is going to disappoint us because, let's face it, as much as I think everybody hates the NBA tra- trade deadline, we all want the NBA trade deadline every day of the week. Yes. It is It is balls of the walls all day long and exciting. In the NFL, you don't get that. So I've been trying to think of realistic trades that I think should happen. And in this game, I think both part both parties of the trade were in the same stadium. I agree. I think you brought this up to me on Sunday. I I think the Ravens, and at this point, I think you can probably do it for a fourth. Should trade for Derrick Henry. I think that gives the Ravens security at running back. I think that give Derrick gives Derrick Henry a chance to get the fuck out of Tennessee. Because he needs to. I don't want to see Derrick Henry go through a rebuild. I would like to see him play on a contender. Yes. No, me wrong. With a lot of the big-time offenses in football, I don't think he goes to a contender and is a major contributor. I mean, he just doesn't fit in Kansas City. He doesn't fit in Buffalo. He doesn't fit in... He, you can convince me that he could fit in Cincinnati. I just don't think he does. I think if if he's going to fit in one of the big time offenses, I think it has to be the NFC. I mean, Niners, which obviously they have Christian, but Eagles, but again, they have DeAndre Swift. I I, I think he needs to go to one of those style of teams to really see contributions. I think I would I would love to see him in Detroit. I think that would be fun as hell. But I think the team that needs to trade for Derrick Henry and. We can we, we all watch Derrick Henry right now. He's not he is not three years ago Derrick Henry. No, he's not even last year Derrick Henry. I mean, and and it's you know the end of the end of the line is coming for Derrick. I would love to see him get a chance to compete. And right now, I feel like the Ravens, with what he can produce, still, I think the Ravens give him a damn good shot. And honestly, there's another team that's come to mind because of the injury situation, and that would be L.A. the Rams. Yeah, they're probably not going to compete. But you imagine Derrick Henry in L.A.? Yeah, no, that's terrifying. That would be phenomenal to watch. Terrifying. I would enjoy the hell out of that. No, um, I agree. That, that To me, that trade makes a lot of sense for both parties. I, I, I think that's one that should definitely be explored. Will it happen? Probably not. Um, but I think for the good of all, I think that would be a good trade to happen. Um. Moving on, a game that I picked solely because you talked me into picking against Washington. Um, Washington beats Atlanta. Atlanta's offense has, surprisingly, and I know this is weird, the last two weeks they've done something absolutely insane, right? They have thrown the ball to Kyle Pitts. What did they do this weekend with Kyle Pitts? Uh, They threw the ball to Kyle Pitts a little bit. And then what happened? He scored a touchdown. Oh, that's two weeks in a row. Yeah. I think. No. 
No, I think that this no, week. Yeah, was he didn't score last week. He did this. He did score this week. Which, mind you, I'm pretty sure brings him to four career touchdown catches. Um, that seems like a problem. Just saying. But <laughs> they they they're getting him involved. That offense looks a little bit better. Washington was the better football team, and I think. I don't think either of us would disagree that we thought Washington was the better football team going in. Again, I took Atlanta because Desmond Ritter hadn't lost at home. That that, that was my whole reasoning. I, I didn't I didn't really have much else. I didn't really look for much else. Wasn't really interested in watching the game. So, but you know, Washington gets one. Moving on. Minnesota. If Justin Fields doesn't go down, I'm pretty sure loses that game. <laughs> Oh, no, 100%. Minnesota, um, high hopes at the beginning of the season. Honestly, like, I'll be honest, I didn't expect them to get close to 20 this week, losing J-Jets. Jordan Addison, if you're putting together parlays, I think a, uh, granted, we'll see what CMC is at come Monday, so it's kind of hard to put that one in there. Right now, I think Jordan Addison's a really good anytime touchdown scorer bet. I mean, a really good anytime touchdown scorer bet. Um, They get into the red zone. They really seem to like to target him. But Chicago, you know, find out where where they're at. It sounds like Justin's probably going to miss a couple of weeks with that dislocated thumb. Yeah, and and that's going to be a big... Big blow to a Chicago team that almost seemed to be turning it around. And they they kind of they kind of felt like they maybe they're getting their legs under them a little bit, um, and now if you're Chicago, do you want Justin to come back? You know that depends. I'm, that's got to be if you end up with the number one overall pick which even if Justin comes back, that kind of seems where they're headed, unless uh, the Broncos continue to Bronco. Yeah, but they still have to, they still have to win. They, they still have to lose one more game than what Carolina does through. That's... <laughs> because, mind you, Carolina's pick currently goes to Chicago. <laughs> that's, that's very true. Yeah, so regardless, I, I, I forgot about that. I was talking to Disbro earlier, and you figure Carolina really looks like they're going to end up probably at that number one overall pick spot. So, what would be the best case scenario? And I think I figured it out. Justin comes back, say, week 10, week 12, balls out throughout the end of the year. Because now you have a quarterback that's shown value. So now, would you like to overpay for the number one overall pick for the rights to draft Caleb Williams? Or would you like to overpay for a quarterback who's already established himself in the league as a player? So you're saying... Because somebody's going to trade for one of them. Right. Man... Now you're talking Chicago could have three top ten picks. So, say somebody makes makes the offer to trade for Caleb Williams. 
okay. So now if you're if you're Chicago, you draft Marvin Harrison Jr. Then you turn around and draft Joe Alt, and you draft uh, Foyasade, I think. Yeah, the out of Penn, out of Penn State. Yeah, you draft two starting tackles. You draft a dynamic number one wide receiver. Justin Fields is your guy. Or you trade Justin Fields. You end up with another first-round pick. Because I think if he balls out, I think you can probably garner that. Maybe on the low side, but we'd see. So then you go quarterback, wide receiver, one and two. I like... I like Justin. I like Justin a whole lot more than I thought I would. I I would love to see a little bit more, and this hand injury kind of messes with that a little bit. Right. But somebody's going to end up having Justin Fields, and there's a lot of offenses that I think he looks really good in. There's a lot of offenses that he looks a lot better than the guy that's currently in it. Tampa Bay. Um, I'm just trying to think now. Minnesota. Washington. Washington. And that that's not a, a knock on Sam Howell. Sam Howell's actually playing yeah, kind Sam of Sam Howell's lights, playing well. Almost lights out football. Um, but, no, you if you can get Justin in there. Yeah, I, I, I mean, you figure New England, potentially Las Vegas. This is, who knows where this is going to end up with Jimmy. Um, the Rams could be looking in the quarterback market, depending on what Stafford does. The Giants are handicapped and screwed. That they are. I, I don't. I don't know where I was going with that. It just felt like something that needed to be said. The Saints. I mean, depending yeah. on how that, that contract with Carr is set up. Yeah. I mean, somebody's going to end up with either the Bears are going to rebuild in one season, reminiscent of what Houston's done this year, because I don't know if you paid attention to Houston's draft picks. They all hit. They, they've they've all, they I, I think all they've got hit. two that haven't played yet, and the rest have all made like contri- contributions. Yeah, at no, they level. hit. They, I'm saying it. They've all hit. <laughs> they've all. They, enough of them have definitely hit to just say they've all hit. Like, yes. Um, but say Chicago. I can't even remember the name of the kid that came in in relief of Fields. Not at all. Um, I know it they, was a forgettable performance. I I know they uh, they signed Trace McSorley today. Um, so. They're fucked. You're down bad if you're signing Trace. And that's yeah. that's not a knock on Trace. It's just there's a lot of backups that you sign through first. Typically, you're going to go through Colt McCoy. That Colt McCoy is like, all right, we, we, I think we need a bridge guy. A couple of weeks, win us a few games. This is, how about you? we don't win? And if we can win with Justin when he gets we, back. We need a heartbeat. You. Yeah. Um, and, and, I mean, might be able to put it on a dime. But, I don't know. Um, Seattle, Cincinnati. Seattle was in it. Seattle is a lot better than we were giving giving them credit for, but Geno is not looking 
like uh, last year's Geno. Also, that Taylor Britt defensive back. Dude was in DK's head. All game. Like, like DK, DK couldn't burp without Taylor Britt just being like, what's up, fucker? Like, I've, I've, he was that, there. He was rattled. I mean, the, the, the penalty just constantly pushing, shoving, throwing. Like, it was, it was wild to see. Oh, it was nuts. That I mean, was. That I mean, was... it's not quite Cortland Finnegan trying to pick a fight with Andre Johnson, but but it gives you the vibes, you know. It did have the vibes, and actually, you say it's not quite, but let's just. Cortland say... Finnegan was white. Calm down. I'm think, just thinking the size difference here, because DK's like seven five. He's six four. Like I said, seven five. Andre Johnson was like nine three. I think he was only like six three. Those are two big guys. I think DK's bigger. I've watched the Cortland Finnegan fight. You cannot tell me that guy's not nine three. Okay. What's up with these big wide receivers just getting bullied by little tiny cornerbacks? They're that... pests. They're just <laughs> fucking pests. And it's awesome. Like, it's incredible that these mammoth of men matched up against these, I mean, six foot, 200 pound defensive backs. Which, I'm wrong. It's my size. Good sized guy. I also don't have to do battle with six foot four giants. Like, I I don't often walk into a room where I go, hmm, that guy can bench press the barn. I'm gonna pick a fight with him. Let's fuck him up. It, it is. I love defensive backs. Like that is a special breed of asshole. Like. To play defensive back, A, your ego has to be huge. It ain't going to be just the ego, bud. But the plane that they have to ship out their balls on every week, especially the good ones, Jalen Ramsey, he's probably got two private jets. One for each. One for each. He flies on the team Airbus. Looks like fucking Air Force One up in the sky. Air Force nuts. <laughs> um, but I just... Defensive back is... I, I will say one of the... Has to be one of the hardest positions to play in football. Almost oh, definitely. And... You got to run for with a guy stride for stride. You have to be on his hip. You got to be watching the quarterback as he does it. I, yeah, I mean... That's all skill. That's... I don't care how much of the offense you know. They make an audible... And you don't know the call, and you're guessing if it's an option route, and you've got to guess correctly. Richard Sherman was so great for so long because he was good at guessing. Yeah, I mean, I mean, he'll come on and say, "Yeah, we knew their calls." Yeah, I the good ones do. The good ones know what a sneeze or like a a, a quick shake of the head means, like. 
That's fine. You still have to run with that guy's stride for stride. You still have to line up, look at Tyreek Hill dead in the face, and go, I got you. <laughs> and for three and a half quarters, you do it really well until your age doesn't keep up with your legs and your legs fail because of your age. And I cry and drink for hours on end. That got out of hand. Um, next game. Oh, So does that mean we're talking about it? Bad transition. Do we want to talk about this one now or do we want to wait? I mean, I'm, I'm fine with getting it out of the way. I, I'm good with you melting down at any point in time. Obviously. Um, so, 49ers versus the Browns. That one was rough. Uh, Jake Moody come in. Missed a field goal. The first one, let's not forget he missed two. Right there's the game, 54 yards, missed it just left, like two foot left. Came in after, and and we're going to get to 13 in a second here because you have things to say, I have things to say. It's pretty much the same thing, Um, but uh, 41 yards out, and you push it two foot to the right. I will say, I'll give it to the Browns fan who had his fan pointed at the left side of the TV during the field goal attempt. Did you see the other video that's come out? Uh Uh-uh. So they released another fan video that's got a a Dyson stick vacuum, and it's on the right right side side. of the television. It was fucking phenomenal. Like, (laughs) I don't know if it was scripted or not. I do know that the dog in that video was so goddamn confused, it wasn't even hilarious. It wasn't even funny. Oh, that's fun. I had yeah. Seen yeah there's that. another guy that's holding the Dyson stick vacuum that's up to great. the right side of the television. I mean, that's good. That's gold right there yeah. is what that is. Um, and you push it, just push it, and that's all it was. He overcompensated for his miss. I'll give him this much. You've been money all season. Don't let it get in your head. You've missed two in one game. Shit happens. It was you're in Cleveland, Ohio. First off, that is one of the windiest. Other than what I'm pretty sure is just southeast Kansas, is probably the windiest fucking place on earth. You're in a bowl. The winds go in both directions and backwards at the same time, and somehow up. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Let's not forget, the Browns also missed a field goal in that game. I think it was, like, from 51. Like, yeah, they, they, both teams missed one early. Yeah. It was a hard game to kick a field goal in. It was wet. It was rainy. It was a, There for a minute, it was starting to look like the Niners-Bears game from last season. Uh, if it kept raining through halftime, it would have been a mud bowl. Probably a different outcome. But, no, I, I can't put any blame on anybody other than uh I'll, I'll do a percentage here 70 30 Kyle Shanahan your offense came out awesome first drive of the game you you punched them in the mouth obviously you weren't expecting them to punch you right back in the mouth guess what get back up do it again instead of freaking out who runs on first and second down gets nowhere and it's like 
run it again. Yeah. Okay, I get it. Second, third, fourth drive, you're trying to get something going. It ain't happening. How about before the rain comes, let's march down the field and do something. What I say in the second quarter, start throwing screens and quick out routes. Glad we waited to the last drive of the game to do that. Which brings me to Brock Purdy. I don't know how many times in the past we've watched young quarterbacks in their 13th game, so they're towards the end of their first season, have a shit game. Sorry, their first shit game. Typically what happens then, you throw a pick. Your first one of the season. He's got a... Yeah, he threw for a touchdown, didn't he? No, he ran. It was two running uh, touchdowns this weekend. So he's got a 9-to-1 touchdown-to-interception ratio right now through the air. He's got a couple rushing himself. So he's got a 9-to-1. If the last I checked, that's still first in the league because C.J. Stroud also threw an interception this weekend. Fuck. I was hoping one of them was going to break the record that's held by Dak fucking Prescott. But you threw a, you threw a bad pick. You threw it behind Ayuk on a mid-crossing route. And it, and it was a bad throw. It was a bad throw. The very next drive, he fumbled it. Drive, or the next play, or the play right before the fumble... The ball literally came out of his hand, and he fell on it, and then he, same thing. I mean, you had, it was a bad, bad day, right? You threw a pick, you fumbled. Uh, Debo goes down. Trent Williams was out for a quarter and a half. CMC goes down. CMC goes down. And yet, without two of your biggest weapons, George Kittle's now playing left tackle. I get it, Trent Williams is out there, but he's out there in a uh, a splint because he was in a walking boot after the game. So he's not 100. They're blitzing you every, every which way. That defensive line is incredible, man. That was fun to watch. I wish I wasn't a Niners fan for that game because that was so much. That defense was that defense is good. fucking insane. That, no, that defense is elite. El- yes. Elite. Uh, it's been I mean, like what fifty years since we've seen a defense do anything so they, like that. They have given up a thousand and five yards total through six games, which is the least the team has given up since nineteen seventy one. Insanity. Can't even be mad about that. Yeah, I mean, you went down and you scored, and you had the team. It. it you looked at me, second to last drive. Obviously, shit drive. You looked at me and said. How does Brock? Uh, you know what you said was, uh, "This is the most I've ever flustered I've ever seen Brock Purdy." I'm like, yeah. How does he respond if they get the ball back? He made that quick throw out to Jawan Jennings for like four yards, mm-hmm. and then he they had the camera set perfectly. They were running up to the line. He did that weird fucking quarterback touched fingertips together, and I looked at you and I said, "What? They're they're taking it down the field." Yep. He is unfazed. All game, he was wide-eyed, like, what the fuck am I doing wrong? Last play, last drive of the game. And this is all I needed to see. The 13's it, guys. No, he's not Patrick Mahomes. No, he's not Joe Burrow. But 13's it. 13's still him. 
He put that team on his back, and he found his guy. <laughs> and guess what the first play was that he found him on to help get him down the fucking field? Goddamn out route. That was three yards down the fucking field. That Ayuk then turned it into a 27-yard gain. Would, would you call that a quick out route? Yeah, I would. Oh, okay. I, I, just, I don't know. I'm not, I obviously can't call an offense to save my fucking life, but when I can look at the offense and go, hey, get it to get it to the boundaries. 13's rattled. Get it to the boundaries real quick. Really quick. Preferably number 11. Get his safety blanket. For some reason, his safety blanket's the number one wide receiver. Typically, it's a running back or a tight end. As we're starting to notice, it's their best wide receiver, which is terrifying because if you can get him going on a couple of quick slants, guess what? That shit over the top is coming, and it's coming quick. You don't start out with a fucking deep ball in the second quarter when you've done nothing on offense since the first drive. You don't just start putting it up. It's called rhythm. Neither team had a good rhythm until the fourth quarter, and the Browns started to find it. With actually, they found theirs. I'd say in the third quarter, coming right out of half, mm-hmm. or even right before half. The quick uh, screens, Marquise Goodwin. Glad to see him doing something in the NFL. Fastest guy alive, second fastest. Although Usain is retired, Tyreek still breathing. <laughs> I still want to see that race. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> but like, I, I watched that game. That was a shit loss. That fucking sucked. I hated every minute of it. I also couldn't be happier. Because I watched a quarterback who, when it came down to picking the team up, I'm going to put them down this fucking field and we're going to try and win this football game. He did it. Yeah, I get it. He found his guy. Guess what? Whenever Tra- or Patrick Mahomes has to do it, who does he find? Kelsey. He, he finds his safety blanket, Travis Kelsey. Joe Burrow? Tries to find Jamar Chase. Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Jalen Hurts, Devonta Smith. Devonta Smith is not, not the first wide receiver on the team. A.J. Brown is. But you have a safety blanket. Somebody that you trust to at least make the catch and keep that clock. Yeah, somebody you trust and know to make the play that you need them to make. So what? Oh, it's Brandon Ayuk. If you're going to start telling me Brandon Ayuk is elite, then I'd like to start seeing him on more of these fucking wide receiver lists, first off, which you and I both have him there. Nobody else fucking seems to. If Kittle was such a great weapon, which we know he is, he'd be throwing it to 85. It's not that 85 can't be the safety blanket. He has the rapport with 11. And you also have a tight end who's also willing to go out there and fuck up a defensive end. When you're getting pressured like he finally was for the first time this season, mm-hmm. you got you to gotta let the gorilla, who's a little not okay up top, go out and do what he does. George didn't want the ball. He was running routes because Shanahan told him to. He would have been, been much happier on the offensive line. I'm pretty sure if they asked him to put on like 40, 50 pounds of muscle – a little bit of belly weight, he'd play left tackle for us. I, I've got no no doubt in my mind. So, I, what, what am I supposed to be pissed off about this? Yeah, Brock Purdy had really bad throws through three quarters of the game. When it mattered, 
and your defense played lights out, almost as good as the other side of that fucking defense or the other defense on that field. Almost as good. Hell, you had more takeaways. Your defense played light out, lights out. They put you in a position to where your offense has to go out and make plays and go 80 yards down the field. And he did. Am I supposed to be upset about that? Because I've seen Jimmy Garoppolo throw an interception. Not once did I watch a throw and go, that's going to get picked. Even on the interception, I was like, got away from him. He's far from the first quarterback to have a bad throw. I, I mean, how many times have I watched Jimmy Garoppolo on that same fucking pass do that three times in a row? To the same receiver on back-to-back drives. Jimmy just wins. So far, he's just won. Brock's just won. I've got... The worst thing about this was that my kicker missed two field goals. And hell, if he makes the first one, the second one's a moot point. Yeah. Yeah. They have to... At at that point, they can't kick a field goal on on their last drive. They have to go and get six. And my red zone defense was fucking on fire. From 30 yards out, though, you could get them. But you got it within the 20. You you were kicking three. I can't be mad at that. No, I mean, is, is it a bad loss? Yes. Were there some bad play, Were there some bad calls on the Browns' last drive? Yes. There were 25 total flags. Yeah, I, it, the thing with those bad calls, they were calling them from the fucking get go. And, but, the Niners they came out with they came out with a great offensive game plan, and then adjusted off of that into a shit offensive game plan, and then adjusted off that into a shit offensive game plan, and then they adjusted from that to a shit offensive game plan. And it turns out. We've addressed this. We both think Brock Purdy's a great quarterback. We've addressed the fact that he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Josh Allen. He's not Justin Herbert. His talent's not going to take over the game. His poise, his ability to deliver the ball when and where it needs to be is what leads him. You know what helps with that? Having a game plan designed to get the ball out of your hand and get the ball into your receiver's hand to build that up. They didn't do that. You know who did? The Browns. P.J. Walker came out in a game, and I know we were said that the Niners are missing players. You know who's missing a lot of fucking players? The Browns. The Browns. Nick Chubb wasn't on the football field. I'd say Deshaun Watson wasn't on the football field, but I don't think that team's as good with Deshaun. That that was some of the best quarterback play I've seen out of the Browns this year. Yeah, for a Deshaun's team that's on the missing, fo- they're all pro yeah. running back, all pro right tackle, all pro left guard. Uh, who else? They're missing another. They're missing another all pro player. They're missing guys, absolutely. So kudos to the Browns. You came out, you punched the best team in football in the mouth. Good job. Great fucking game. Oh, here's a stat for you, uh, Schwartz. Mm-hmm. Is eight and three all time against Mike Shan or Kyle Shanahan? Really? He's got his number. That's wild. He's got his number. I didn't know that until this morning. So after Sunday's game, he's eight and three. Coming into that game, he was seven and three. That's 
that that that's a lot too. That right there, he for some reason he just looks at Shanahan's offense it's like I know what he's going to do. Obviously, he can't do that for every game because they'd be undefeated right now. But they also have to get offensive help. But um, then no, I, the Browns earned that win as much as the Niners earned that loss. Absolutely. But I'm not going to sit here and fucking cry over spilled milk. I took a lot away from that game. At the end of the day, I've got a quarterback who I now trust. There was one throw to the right hash, and I remember I, I sighed or something when it got when it was released, and you were like, you thought he was going to throw a pick there. I was like, no, I actually thought Ayuk was going to take it up. Like I, I had no. Even if it was picked, damn it, they jumped the route. He's had such great compatibility with Ayuk that I, I where thirteen's putting the ball, I trust it. Yeah, it it wasn't weather. Not he didn't game. get into a rhythm. I mean, it was a bad game. It like, was it was a like badly it was called a bad game. game for him. It was a great game for that Browns defense, and it was it was only a two point loss. Yeah, I, I mean, I I have a hard time if I if I'm San Francisco, I have a hard time hanging my head over it. I no, heard Fred Warner earlier. You know, we on got the in Warner there. House. We got in there. Everybody's heads are down. The standard is winning. It hurts to lose. Good. It needs to. Yeah, that and that's that's something that going down the road, they're gonna remember that feeling, especially on a game that you're supposed to win. Mm-hmm. I can't. I'm not gonna say one call goes another way. Okay. Yeah. Sure. The fucking two calls on the. I don't give a shit. One kick goes your way. It's a different game. Yeah, you're still undefeated. And one kick, one of the two. And, and we, we said it before this. We and we're, I'm going to reiterate here before we move on. Were there bad calls? Yes. Did San Francisco deserve to lose that game? Oh, a thousand percent. By the way they played. Yes. Okay. I'm not. I can't sit here. The, uh, what was it? I want to say roughing the passer. Uh, unsportsmanlike conduct. That was bullshit. Why are we in that position? Why? I mean, why? Uh, th- that's one of those games that I can sit there and I can confidently be like, why the fuck are you in that position to let that call determine your game? Yeah. that You should have come in and handled business. Defense did their job. Kyle Shanahan, where were you? You can't, you can't let... An any given Sunday team get you on Sunday. And that's exactly what they did. Yeah. They got got. Uh, I I don't know if that really bodes well for the Vikings on Monday night. Cause yeah, no, if I'm, if I'm the Vikings, I'm taking Monday off, I think. Yeah, cause call in sick, use a vacation day. Because the team that didn't get their teeth kicked in is going to say they got their teeth kicked in. That's not good. You've got Kirk Cousins in prime time. That's not good. You got Kirk Cousins without his best receiver. That's not good. You've got Brock Purdy, who 
statistically, even going back to college, has never had back-to-back bad games, that's not good. I mean, the only thing you got going for you is the quarterback for the Vikings is white. BCB! All right, next game. I was thinking RNB, but okay. Um, do I did did you catch it? Just did, move you got on. it. Just do you got it? Just move on. Did you get it? Do you feel it, Mr. Krabs? Are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? New Orleans <laughs> going into Houston. Houston, as I correctly said, winning that game. Um, Houston didn't necessarily play well, but New Orleans. I, I said Houston was going to win too. I, I know, but I said it first. I don't actually remember if I said it first, but I feel like I jumped on the Houston train before you. So fuck off. How about them? Okay, apples, you were bitch? just right on C.J. Stroud before I was. Okay. I was just right before you. That sounds like a fucking dub for me, boys. I'll get fucked. You get fucked. Um. Houston didn't necessarily play great. CJ no. didn't really look all that good throwing that interception. But New Orleans has a good defense. Um, New they Orleans, don't have don't have an offense. No, and I I want to blame Derek Carr because he's the new guy. I don't know if I can because they didn't have an offense last year. Say so they they need to have a serious sit down and have a, have a good face to face and see what the hell they're doing. Yeah, they've got to figure something. Um, that that team's not good. I don't have a lot to put in on that game. I was just glad to see Houston win. Jacksonville upending the Colts. Um, Gardner Minshew's magic seems to have worn back off again. He's always great for like two or three games. And then and you're like, oh, look, it's a backup quarterback. He's he's mullet um, uh, Ryan Fitzgerald. Fitzpatrick. Fitz, fuck me. God damn it. Fucking dumbass. Jesus Christ. I can't even get one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time's name right. Um, but Jacksonville looks good. That running game's a fucking problem. They finally figured it out on offense. Um, hopefully Trevor's okay going into this week. Um, reports I'm seeing he's going to do everything he can to play with a mild knee sprain, but he seems to be kind of up and up in hope about playing this week. Miami, honestly, going down 14, nothing to Carolina. Didn't have that on the bingo card. No, I did not. Um, I'm going to say this is a bad win for Miami. Yeah, you won by 21. The Carolina Panthers should have never scored 21, let alone be up 14. Yeah. Carolina, that, that offense seems to kind of be iffy. Getting there? I, I mean, I'm, I'm not I'm not going to say they're they're getting to good. Like, they're, they're getting on when the way to When your quarterback has to look up to Tua, it's still a problem. Yeah. But on the way to getting good, they they at least appear to be on on the path. Like the house has landed and, and smashed the witch, but and, and the, the the road is in front of them. Should not use Dorothy references while living in Kansas, but that's what I had to go on. Uh, New England is trash. Yeah, and Las Vegas isn't much better. You allowed New England to score seventeen points. That is. 11 more points than their last two games combined. Yeah. No, it's 14. It's 14. It's 14, 14 points. More. For some reason, I thought they had 3-3. Three and three. I forgot. It, no, was, it, was, it was 3 and nothing. Three. Yeah. Um, dude, New England, I was just hoping Malik Cunningham would get 
put in. I know. Like, I, at this point, if Sad. you're New England, what do you have to lose? Like, clearly Max Mac might not be all of the problem, but he's a good portion of it. Your offense sucks. Um, speaking about trades that I think could 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 and or should happen, I don't think it fixes things for the Chiefs, but I've said that I think the Chiefs need a veteran leader at, in the wide receiver room. And it's not a name you guys are thinking between these two teams. Yeah, no. I, I really don't think it is. But I love it. I love this idea. And, and I don't think it is for, for a couple of reasons. The first one being that I forgot he was in the fucking league. I think the Chiefs, you give up a sixth, because it shouldn't take more than that, and go get Devontae Parker. A leader, a guy that's been, he, I mean, he's never he hasn't won a whole lot in his career, but he's been around a lot. He, he's, seen, he's seen great wide receiver rooms. He's seen awful wide receiver rooms. I think that's a good trade for Kansas City. I do too. I like, like that one I, a lot. I don't know who you. I don't know which wide receiver you kick off the roster to bring him in. I mean, Sky Moore, but I, I, I think that would be a decent trade for Kansas City. If nothing else, that gets you a leader in the locker room for the wide receiver room. Which, is, at this point, they have talent. I think they need a leader. Yeah. No, I I agree. I, you brought that up Sunday and. I love that idea. Uh, that makes sense for them so, so much. Uh, Arizona, L.A. Arizona's starting to look like a first round, of a, a number one overall pick team again. Uh, well, they kind of are at the same time. That team's so fucking scrappy and they shouldn't be. <laughs> they're fighters, man. They are fighters. They're well, not good. You have to. But they're fighters. That That's more than a right hook. To get them down because they just they take a they take a hit and they take a hit. Well, it'll take three more hits before they're finally down. That was what nine nine going into the third quarter. I think so. L A. If you're the team that you're supposed to be, yeah, you won by twenty six. You had to continuously beat. I, I said kind of said the same thing about the, the Niners game. You you gotta. You got to do better than that against the Cardinals. You got to. Oh, that's rough. Yeah. Um, do you want to hit the next game now or here in a minute? Let's do that one in a minute because that one was fun. Okay. I've never uh, screamed like that before. Detroit. Uh, I thought Baker Mayfield was good. No, I didn't. Uh, the Bucks are the Bucks with Baker Mayfield. Congratulations. That Detroit defense is good. Detroit's good. Although, I saw it on there, and I, I know this isn't a visual medium, but I have to share this with the world in case you haven't seen the TikTok videos. That Aiden Hutchison rushing the passer looks like Waluigi. Please go find the video. I'm going to have to now. I, I'll pull it up for you before we leave here today. Um, it's fucking hilarious. So, we got three games left. We've kind of already touched on Monday. I don't really know if there's much more that we need to put on Monday's game. Well, we touched on that before the show started. Oh. Yeah, we weren't recording. We weren't recording. Yeah. We should really just leave mics going in this room. We should, but it'd be so much more editing. Oh, my God. That would be awful for you. Uh, Let's hit Buffalo and New York. Oh, God. Not Um, much to hit there. Um, 
17 and 14 made plays when their team needed it. Ken Dorsey has an offense that will work if he knows which strings to pull. He seems to not know when to run the ball or when to throw the ball. And then in the fourth quarter, when you need something to happen, and you're like, fuck it, 17 and 14, figure it out. And they figure it out for you. You get Also, the Giants were this close. They were... Yeah, they were this yeah, close. Fucking close. I mean, you were you were at the one, zeros on the clock, and watching it live, I didn't think two things about whenever Waller goes yeah. up for the catch. I was like, ah, that sucks. Ball game's over. The replay's a little damning. The replay, yeah, it, it's funny because I think it was during the Niner game. There was, I can't remember if it was. We agreed with a call or disagreed with a call, and it wasn't the fumble. Um, sorry, the not fumble. That one does piss me off about that game. But there was another call where, like, I can't remember if we were going, there's no call there. Oh, no, the other is. You remember which play I was talking about? I, I feel like it was an, uh, a pass interference or something. It was in the noon slot. Yeah, I'm, it, I'm, I remember the conversation. I don't remember what we were talking I don't, about. It was like, there's nothing there. Yeah, there was. That was big. I mean, it was huge. You you slow it down, and it changes the way it all looks. In real time, I agree. Darren Waller, uh, to me, that looked like he had his hand up in his face. You slow it down, and he had a handful of jersey. Yeah. It's a hold. That's it. It, it gets you one more it, shot at the end zone. It, it it should have given them another shot at the end zone. But I, honestly, the way I saw it, and maybe I saw it different than everybody else. The first attempt into the end zone, I thought if Waller was more worried about getting to the ball than getting the pass interference call, I think the game ends there. I I don't think you're wrong. I, I think if, if Waller wasn't trying to get the interference call, which it, I'm not saying he made the wrong play because that ball was a little wide. He may have not got there. But if it's a diving attempt at the ball, I think he gets to the ball. Like I said, I watched it live. I was like, oh, okay, ball game's over. Shut it off, went to bed, got up in the morning. And I was like, oh, shit, that was, a, that was clearly interference. See, he, he was holding, he stopped. Uh, when Waller went to get his hands up, he had to go through the arm. Yeah. It's a bang-bang play at the one, and it's a pass play. Yeah, I, that <sighs> it, you, When it's down the field, there's so much more time for shit to materialize and for you to see it on a play like that. And it's not even a three-step drop. That's a plant and throw. Yeah. And it's a split second play in the NFL. I mean, if you, I mean, and you you can say if you do this, if you do that, sure. But damn it, I was rooting for the Giants though because I I was at this point I was just rooting for mayhem. Yeah, I and I I understand why, um, but I also had the Bills in our survivor pool, which is another reason that I kind of went to bed a little early, had to catch highlights and stuff out off that game. Um, but uh, yeah, I needed the Bills to win that one. That's fair. I mean, I'm not. 
that's that's fine. But I again, I was I had no dog in the fight at this point. In fact, it hurt my. It theoretically would have hurt me for the Giants to to win that game. But after the Niners go down, the Eagles go down. I was like, fuck it. I need pandemonium. So I was a little disappointed when they didn't get the touchdown. I get it. No, I get it. Because I mean, at, at some point in time, you just look around and you go, you know what? Today's been fucking dumb. Let's fucking do it again. I. And, and the Giants at the one yard line kind of felt like let's do it a fucking again. You know, and I enjoyed watching the end of that game. I'm glad I didn't watch most of it, but I enjoyed watching the end of that game. Um, and then we'll kick to Dallas Chargers, the battle of incompetency at head coach, um, the battle of... Okay, so hold on. With the battle of incompetency, right, who um, won and who lost? So I think the way it plays out, thanks to the scoreboard, is we lost as football fans. There, as I don't know if there was a winner in that um, one. Honestly. I'm going to assume like the only winner I can really think of at this point is probably the troll on Fox Sports. Um, because it gets to unlock his, his inner ego where he gets to think, think his team is great again because, because they won a football game. Um, that's about the only winner I can think of because both coaches lost, um, both fan bases, I think lost because I had to do something that I thought was a little sickening and I rooted for the Cowboys and I don't know how, I mean, I get it. I was a, I was a Chiefs fan for a lot of years before Mahomes showed up rooting for that at quarterback felt terrible. And I mean, fucking terrible on a scale of one to 10. It was like Quentin Johnston, terrible. Cause that guy's fucking awful. I don't know if you've seen him play much. And I know you haven't because nobody has. Because he has yet to amass two receptions in a game for the Chargers. Terrible. And, you know, we've, we have to address it again. And that's the glaring problem that Justin Her- Herbert has had to this point. He doesn't have an it game. He, he The only time I have seen him drive the ball is against Kansas City when it matters, when, when he has to get it done. The only team he's driven the ball against is Kansas City. Luckily, that's who they play this week. But I saw a question posed earlier, and I ask it again. We have the questions 
about his clutchness. But what is his defining game to this point? He has played 55 games for, for the Chargers. We all see the talent. We know that's there. What is his greatness moment? Uh, and I'll answer that the same way I did before the show. Yeah. Um, well, I, I, I wanted to get this right, on the cast. Right. His greatness defining moment. And I, it's going to sound like it's getting taken away from him. But it was when Tyrod Taylor's lung was punctured before the week one game. Was that three seasons ago? In L.A. When, was it L.A.? or Four seasons ago. It was four seasons ago, wasn't it? That was it. We've, since then, and I'm, I'm one of the biggest Herbert fans on the face of the earth right now, but even I have to admit, his floor and his ceiling are the same place. It's been the same guy ever since. He came out and lit it up. If you watch that game... You could throw it in the middle of this season, and it'd look exactly the same. He has not been any better, and he hasn't been any worse. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I He has the team around him. Yes. He now has an offensive coordinator. Yes. Uh, I still think that there's some bullshit going on with the head coach that we don't know how to... There was a fourth and two early in the game where you're looking at it. You're like, you've got some momentum on the offensive side. You can't let it stop now. You'd rather have it get turned over instead of punt, right? Right? My football gut was saying, go for it. You've got your guy rolling down the field. Go for it. And we're going to fucking punt. The guy's got zero football. It feels like he's got a zero football IQ. You don't know when to go for it and when to not? Oh, but the statistics... Fuck your statistics. You've got... and You were waiting on it, and I didn't say that before the show, I know. And damn it, you've got me going again. You bitch. But you've got this talent who, guess what? Every game, he's going to throw an interception. I'm not going to say it's going to be a head-scratcher because I'm going to say 50-50 it's a head-scratcher. The other 50% of the time you're like, no, 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 he just missed. It slipped. Something didn't happen quite right. He he just missed. Not sure what, not sure how, but it just happened. That's fine. The rest of the game, he is going to be one of the greatest talents you'll you've ever seen. Is he missing Keenan Allen right now? A little bit, but that's fine. They've got other they've got other receivers. They've got the talent. They've got the play caller. There there's Keenan Allen? He got he, Oh he sorry, got, Mike. I'm I was like, wait a minute. Keenan Mike got the first touchdown. Yeah, nope, you're right. I had my wide receivers backwards. You've got the guy. If if you were to look at twenty five teams in the NFL, 
I mean, let's just let's just play a quick game, right? So let me get my shit pulled back up here. Um, so today, right now, as it sits, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. I'm taking Herbert. Okay. Uh, Justin Herbert, um, Ryan Tannehill. No, Herbert. Uh, Tannehill's done. Um, Herbert or Howell? Herbs. Herbert or Ritter? Herbs. Uh, Herbert or Kirk? Herbs. Okay. I mean, uh, I think he's a top five quarterback in the league, so. Right. I, no, I mean, I just. I, and <laughs> I, I'm going to get two right here. That you're gonna have to, you might have to think about this, Herbert or Gino. You you swap them and it, it it put Herbert in that offense today right now. I still think I take Herbert. Herbert or Brock. I I'm taking Herbert just because the talent, the like just the, just the pure. The, I'm taking Herbert too. I I love Brock. Yeah. I I I, I defended we, him today. We we've. I'm looking at. Uh, so I'm going to add an interception per game, and he's going to miss. He's going to miss a couple of wide open throws, but the big throws downfield. I'm ta- I'm taking Herbert. Um, Derek Carr. Herbert. Herbert. Okay. Uh, Tua or Herbert. Right now, I'm taking Tua. No qualms with that. None whatsoever. Matt Stafford today, Justin Herbert today. Herbert today. I mean, oh, this one's going to be fun. Ooh, I like this this one a lot, actually. Jared Goff, Justin Herbert. Fuck. Or can I say they're the same guy? Herbert has all the... Herbert's got Matt Stafford's talent. I, I feel no. Herbert's more Matt Stafford than he is Jared Goff. But Goff is just... He's lighting it up right now. He, I mean, he's hes playing flawless football. He, he's a machine. I mean, he, he he's a more athletic version of what I kind of see Brock as. Like he, he's, Bigger arm, more... Ath- yeah. Yeah. When he runs, he's not running scared. Yeah. He's, he's running with confidence. Brock runs like Pat. Yeah. Scared. Scared. <laughs> Can't catch me because I run scared. Oh. And Kyler, he also runs scared. Well, that's because if he's Kyler ever the runs again, toddler out there, he looks like a toddler that stole the remote and is running from you. Absolutely, like it's it's either he stole the remote or he just put something in your in his mouth and you went, "What did you just put in your mouth?" Or he's holding a knife. Easy, Chucky. You ever seen? Obviously, you've seen a toddler with a pair of scissors or a knife. It's terrifying. Yeah. So, no, Justin Herbert. As far as talent, the dude, the dude has all of it, every bit of it, every bit of all of it. Maybe he needs a little bit of Aaron Rodgers coaching. I say that wholeheartedly, meaning it, because the last game that we're going to get to here is been my favorite one. Of the week, and uh, I, I just wanted to get this out of the way. Uh, this week, we're going to skip uh, my foreplay. I didn't have a good time picking four plays from this weekend. I had a couple. I didn't have enough to compile all four, so we're going to skip it for this week. If I can find some, I'll throw it in tomorrow's episode. 
Um, but we're skipping that today. So let's get into the final game of the week. And we kind of need to run through this one. I, I know it's a hard game to run through, but. but let's say we got 10 minutes. Okay. I think we can do it in 10. It'll probably be 15. So, I mean, for me, this this game comes down to something me and you brought up multiple times and something you just referenced. Zach Wilson had multiple throws in this game. Multiple. Not one, not two. Like, he six, seven throws. A majority. Whenever he, let, whenever he threw the ball, and me and you made the comment multiple times watching, that looked kind of like 12. I guess eight. Yeah, it looked like Aaron, and the, it, the, the shoulder angle, the just the, the, the whip, the whip. I mean, I'm even gonna go down to the sleeves he was wearing, and the way he dropped back. It looked like Aaron. It, it was very reminiscent of Aaron. Just the way the confidence he played with, and like I said, we all know what Aaron Rodgers' whip throw looks like. It's one of the most incredible things in sports. Where he doesn't have his feet set, his hips are in the wrong spot. His feet are going left, his hips are going back, his head is somewhere over there on the the shoulders of somebody else, slamming back some Hayawuska. And his his shoulders just whip. And and just the ball's out, and it's on target, it's on line, and, and nobody else has a chance at it but the receiver. He had three or four throws like that. Early. And up. Tone setting throws that changed the game. I'm not saying Aaron's the best quarterback coach that's in the league right now. I'm just saying I don't think there's anybody that's better that I can think of. Okay, so having... When you've had two seasons of, at best, mediocrity... Right, where you can throw, let's say, three games over those two seasons where you were great and you showed to be the number two overall pick. Then you get thrust into it week one, play four. Play number four in your third season after getting benched for Aaron Rodgers. You're thrust into it and you look like same old fucking Zach Wilson. Here we are five weeks later. And it's three back-to-back-to-back weeks of... That guy kind of looks like the number two overall pick. Say you, You've seen consistent improvement from that offense. And you have seen consistent improvement from the kid. I'm not saying Rodgers fixed it. But he at least unlocked something that's allowing him to play free. Yeah. He's playing he, free right now. And honestly, it might be and she kind of just it might be the fact that he knows that he can go out there, play football, and the media is not just about him. It's he, he's been so fun to watch the last three weeks. I'm falling back in love with the kid. Because this isn't 
sometimes you get like a backup that comes out three, four games, lights it up. This is a guy you have three seasons of film on, and it, there's no good film on him. You know how to rattle. He wasn't getting rattled. Philly's defense was there all night. Philly's defense had a lot of fourth down stops and four and outs. That offense was still clicking. At no point did Philly feel like they had that game won. No. Middle of the third quarter, Austin and I are standing in his living room chanting J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Repetitively. It went on for 20 minutes. Yeah. That was insane. We can, uh, today, our, our top five defenses, I don't know who's number five right now, probably Detroit, because uh, they're very quietly one of the best defenses in the league, not getting talked about enough, but you have Cleveland. Right there at number two, you have New York, the Jets, without a doubt, and they showed it. Yeah, they came out. And, and I know, I, I've, of course, being on Chiefs Twitter, it's a hell of a place to be. But uh, Sala came out and was like, you know, we've kind of been through a gallon of quarterbacks. They've played Josh Allen. They've played Jalen Hurts. They've played Patrick Mahomes. We've kind of embarrassed them all. Yeah. And Chiefs, Chiefs fans like, hey, I don't know if he remembers who won that game. Correct. The Chiefs did win that game. Not by a lot. And honestly, I'm going to say it. I don't think they should have. The Jets had that game won. Yeah. The Jets are a better football team than we're giving them credit for. But. And I, 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 I'm calling for that to end right now. The Jets well, might be a top 10 team. It's crazy. We're going to have to keep saying this. But if Zach keeps playing like this, God forbid the Dolphins' fucking noises that they're injecting into Aaron Rodgers' ACL. We're five weeks in, guys. He was on the side. At this point, it could be an ACL. (laughs) And he'd still be on the fucking sidelines five weeks after surgery throwing a football. I get it. He wore a size 15 instead of a 14 with a brace. He's standing. He's putting weight on it. Are we not? Austin and I made a valiant effort to make fun of him week three. A va- If I remember correctly, it was about a 15-minute laugh, laugh track that we had. That sounds about right. We typically look like idiots just looking in the mirror. Fair. Aaron Rodgers has done it, and he doesn't even know who the fuck we are right now. Also fair. <sighs> Why? We are five weeks post-surgery. You should be on crutches still. You're walking. You're putting time the fuck out. So you're telling me that Aaron Rodgers may have unlocked Zach Wilson, and then we'll be back in time for the fucking playoffs? Which, which they might still be in now. Which, they're telling me that they're going to, at worst, more than likely, 
be fighting for a wild card spot if not firmly entrenched. Watch out. These Jets are for real. I am changing my offseason tone. I, and the Aaron Rodgers that I'm seeing isn't the same one that was in Green Bay. It, maybe it's taken me a little bit longer to see this. I don't care because I'm here for it now. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 let's fucking go. So the last thing I wanted to get out, and we'll we'll end this one and so we can get to the next one. The last thing I wanted to get out against the gauntlet of quarterbacks that they've played against, the big three, the Jets' defense has given up three passing touchdowns. They have picked the ball off nine times. Four against Jalen, three against Josh, two against Patrick. A three-to-one interception-to-touchdown ratio through three of the top five quarterbacks in the football. In case you're wondering who the Jets are. And by the way, the Jets did that to Jalen without Sauce. I didn't know if Sauce wasn't playing. Sauce did not play so, Sunday. So yeah, that that brings up another thing. They did that without Sauce. So I, I'm, obviously, I'm just now hearing that because I I pay so much attention. That's absolutely terrifying. That team's only going to get better. They they could go 500 the rest of the season. I don't want to be anywhere near that if I'm an AFC team coming into the playoffs, especially. If you if if Aaron Rodgers walks out wild card game, looks at Zach and says, "Look, kid, you've done great. You have to win this one for me, so I can take us to the promised land." I don't want nothing to do with that. I want no because at this point, Zach knows. I don't want to be the two seed. Yeah, at this point, <laughs> I know Zach's sitting there like, "Okay, I win this for you, Aaron, and you're going to make me better for when you retire." Like that's. The Jets then, if, if he can continue that growth, the Jets have a contingency plan for, because let's let's face it, Aaron wins one, he's out. He, he's fine. Yeah, if, he, he's if, retired. If the, Jets, if the Jets win the Super Bowl this year, and honestly, I think if the Jets win the Super Bowl now, because I think they believe Zach Wilson's a part of it, I think, I think Aaron walks away. I think he happily walks away because now he has somebody else to carry that legacy that, let's be honest, if he fixed Zach, he built. Yeah. If he fixed Zach Wilson, let's say he stays on as quarterback's coach, he fixed him, and he wins it. At that point, he's got a legacy, which he already did, but he's all ego, and he's shown that through his entire career. Now to change the narrative of, look, I won the Super Bowl and I passed it down, that that changes the way people write about him. And I'm still going to harp on him for this because that seems to be like what he only cares about. He also seems to only care about Garrett Wilson and Zach Wilson right now. He loves those guys, man. He fucking loves them. And sauce. It, he does love sauce. He also loves the player sauce. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to get out of here for this one, take a quick break, get back into it for uh, tomorrow's episode. Uh, So, Austin, go ahead and take us out. Once again, guys, this is the Too Fat to Play podcast, 
Brought to you by Sticks Golf Lounge in Humboldt, Kansas. If you like us, share us. If you don't, forget it happened. Be kind to each other, love one another, and always remember... Fuck the Cowboys. Cowboys.